and welcome to Business 300. My name is Philip Kulichov and this is 300 Seconds About Business. We're all a busy people, so I have five minutes or less to get my point across. Another week, another five minutes to spare. This is part two about how to make it better for the employee you unfortunately need to fire by getting better at firing him. As a recap, in part one, we said that terminating an employee is like walking through a thick fog. You can't get rid of that fog, but maybe you can rise above it. I said the manager is to be a flashlight carrier from the start, shining the light of clear instruction and expectations, and an eggshell stomper, not hesitating to have course-correcting confrontations if and when needed. Both of those points help to avoid surprises as much as possible. Your employee should not be surprised if he gets fired. They should know where they stand with you long before you pull that lever. If, after training, coaching, and correction, they're still not fixing the issue, we should escalate the situation. So, point three is don't be slow to escalate. Ecclesiastes 8.11 says, Because the sentence against an evil deed is not executed speedily, the heart of the children of man is fully set to do evil. What you preach in your company doesn't communicate your care as much as what you tolerate. Yes, wisdom is obviously needed, and not every case is the same, as it is in all of life. But if the problem is not corrected, tolerating it indefinitely doesn't help. Have a process you go through to keep things orderly. Document a verbal warning to show that you mean it. If there is still no change, give them a written warning that specifies exactly what you're talking about, with examples listed, stating that further disciplinary actions, including termination, is on the horizon. And then, if there's still no change, you can have your talk. The point is, tolerating insubordination indefinitely undermines your mission and, just as importantly, discourages those employees who are doing a good job. Don't be slow to escalate. If you do get to the point of pulling the termination lever, since there are no surprises, no prolonged explanations are needed. So point number four is, pull the band-aid. The best way to give somebody this bad news is to start with the what, not the why, and make the conversation quick. Most people try to lead into the delivery, dragging out the point, which makes it that much more painful. The employee will catch on what you're getting at long before you get to it, so he's already zoned out and building up his resentment. Start with the what, follow it up with a brief why, and be done with the conversation. Anything longer is picking out the wound. We're meaning to let you know that this is your last day working here. After multiple conversations and warnings, including the final written warning you received, you haven't made the changes I've requested. I have a termination document here for you to sign. I truly wish you all the best. Now, of course, depending on your relationship with the person, your delivery will range from professional to personal. No need to sound cold. The point is to be direct and not beat around the bush. At this point, you can expect the employee to not agree with your decision. The fact that you have to let them go means they haven't learned from what you've been teaching. Some might agree with being terminated, but that's the rare occasion. Your employee will probably think you're being unreasonable. They might resent you still and accuse you of all sorts of things. You can't control that. That's all part of the fog. But what you can do is point number five. Don't give up the ball. The ball is in your hands, and we're done playing the game. You're in control of the conversation. You're in control of the game. The employee might try to burrow into some specifics and details, trying to argue, make excuses or justifications. It makes sense for them to do that. It's an emotional situation. But if you try to play this back-and-forth ball-passing game, it will be unproductive at best, or, more likely than not, will make things worse. Don't give up the ball. This is not the time to play a game. That was earlier. Game is now over. All players must exit the field. None of these points are legal advice, so don't take them that way. These are just managerial lessons I've picked up along the way. So to recap, 1. Carry a flashlight all the time. 2. Stomp out the eggshells. 3. Don't be slow to escalate. 4. Pull the band-aid. And five, 
don't give up the ball. All in all, stay above that fog. Thank you.